Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors and family. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am here live this morning at our studio in Pembroke Center at Boston Connect Real Estate, and we have a lot of busyness going on here. Agents coming in and out, getting ready for open houses and having client meetings, all kinds of good stuff. Today, I have a special guest in the house with me. I don't have my team members with me, but I definitely want to give them a big hello. Melissa Wallace is out doing a walk today. I believe it's for pancreatic cancer. So she is in Boston. She is doing that walk. Uh, And Mary Baker is actually on vacation right now. So she hasn't taken one of those in, I don't know, a very, very long time. So she's in Colorado. She went to a concert, and she went to some other things, so she's having a great time. And then Evis Mason um, is our newest team member, and she has been working with a lot of our buyers, and she's been busy because Mary's away. So, <laughs> That's good. Busy yeah. is good. Yeah, busy is good. So, um, And again, my name is Sharon McNamara, and you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. And I am so happy to have uh, with us, first time that he's been with us. I mean, we, we've known each other for years, and we've had wonderful conversations. Um, yep. You are very, very good at what you do. Um, you. So I'm very happy to have you here. So I have John Harrington with me. He is from Embrace Home Loans. And I know before we start our conversation, John just has to give a little disclosure of something to do with your license? Yes, I do. All right, so we're just going to take a minute for, to let John do that. Okay. Uh, I'm John Harrington, sales manager for Race Home Loans. My license number is 756-150, and their license number for Embrace is 2184. And I think that pretty much it? takes care of it. And that yes, takes care uh, of everything. Uh, we want to make sure we're legal here. The old CYA, you know. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure we're doing things the right way. Um, I am not paying him to be here, and he's not paying me to be here. So there you go, right? Isn't yeah. that that's all they really care about? 
It's just a nice morning and a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah. If I mention something about programs and things, they want to make sure. Yeah, absolutely. People know where to find me. Absolutely. So, John, why don't you? I like I said, I've known you for years. Um, yeah. You have some of the best Popeye gifts of anybody I know. So, oh, you Another brought me. A gift? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, I'll have to open that. But um, why don't you tell everybody, uh, listeners, a little bit about you? How long you've been in the industry, and you know what you love about it, and Okay. Not so much what you hate about it. <laughs> uh, don't hate any of it. Okay, good. <clears throat> anyway, officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, actually, I'm celebrating my 25th year. Wow, So, great. that is excellent. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot that's happened, and you know. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you've been doing this a little bit. We well, say. which is interesting, too, because I think it puts you in a really good place. Now, I've been doing it 21 years, yeah. and... Um, knowing what past markets have done and being through them and being able to say, yeah, I've never seen anything quite like this, you know, so I think that that's great. So continue yeah, on. Yeah, we're saying it with this market too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so Absolutely. it continues on with, uh, with different things. Every day is different. You come up with something different every day, yep. which keeps it uh, exciting. Yep. Um, there's a lot of knowledge there throughout the years. It's your mm-hmm. 21 years and my 25 years. Even with that, though, there's still always something that kind of pops up. That, yeah. Okay, now I can put that in my tool belt because now I know what to do when that happens. Yeah. And that's the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, you do your thing, we do our thing, is to really professionally help people through this process. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to it. Yeah. You know, I don't know, sometimes people understand that, but sometimes people don't understand exactly. that. Exactly. You know. And that's one of the things, too, is, you know, I was saying about Mary Baker, she's usually with, uh, you know, our buyer clients a lot. And, um, yeah, you can feel free to just do that and adjust and do what you need to do there um so with our buyer clients and i'm very strong listing agent but it's really important to know who everybody like when we're getting offers on our properties i always feel very comfortable when i see your name come across one of them right so i always know hey well i know that this job will get done and that's what i have to portray off to my clients right yeah and i think there's a lot of um strength in using somebody local uh, definitely somebody with a lot of experience uh, and the company's local as well. Um, so there's a lot of strengths in that. Um, and thank where you very your, much. For where that. is your office? My office is in Plymouth. Okay. Uh, the company's main office is in Newport. Oh, okay. Rhode Island. Oh, all so right. That's everything... where my daughter is, actually. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah nice place, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk yep. about Plymouth and Newport as <laughs> yeah, well. It's exactly. a really nice spot. Um, but yeah, so everything's local and uh, mm-hmm. we use local appraisals. Mm-hmm. We use local attorneys. Yeah. So the whole, really, the whole process is done locally, which is great to have. Yeah. And almost, I don't know, I would think needed or necessary because it, the communication's a lot. Yeah. Easier. What about like your processors and things like that? Are those all in-house? Everything's done in-house. So okay. I take care of everything, and they take care of everything from the beginning of the process to the first phone call. Mm-hmm. To the closing table, okay. which I like to attend. Yeah, you know, so get to yeah. meet people that way, or at least you know, yeah. help them through that. Take really, really from the beginning to the end. Yeah, quite literally, um, the whole way through, uh, which is a nice uh, service to have. Mm-hmm. However, it is easier to have that service with the process as well. To your, to your yeah. point, yeah, um, that we handle everything. So I'm really a phone call away from talking to anybody throughout that whole process that needs yeah. to be talked to. Yeah. Uh, there are some places out there that just kind of mm-hmm. put them put them in a cyberspace somewhere and then mm-hmm. they can't get hold of anybody for like four or five days. Yeah. Now, when somebody's, when you're putting somebody in a loan program, so are you sort of shopping out different programs with different banks and things like that, or is it all through 
your com- like is embrace actually the one giving the money embrace is the one that's given the money uh at the table uh unless it's a jumbo loan okay. that's the only other and actually we have our own but there's some that go outside of the company okay uh, but everything else is in the company yeah so right, it's that's, literally that's great from the beginning to the end and we put the money on the table yeah, yeah that's perfect i mean because you know you know a lot of times i at least i know when you're getting a pre-approval from you and from embrace that okay, you've done your due diligence for this person to have that. And one of the things that I've been seeing a little bit happening is people are just having these pre-approvals and then halfway through a transaction, they're changing loans. So, well, first of all, you can't do that. Like, because I know there's been a couple of times where it's like, oh, the appraiser called on that property and it was, we've already had the appraisal there. Like, why is this happening? So somebody's like out in the midstream trying to change parties but you can't do that i mean the seller accepted your offer based on who you're getting your loan with yeah that's a that is a very difficult process i've i've picked up loans in that process unfortunately because the other place couldn't do it yeah uh, which is a different scenario you, you yep. really have no choice but to do that but just to kind of switch mm-hmm. just because yeah that's and no, and, no, and they do. think nobody's going to know i mean what do you mean I, I, i'm going to know yeah, yeah I, I would <laughs> so. think yeah I, I think we all should know and, and that's part of the communication Absolutely. that i'm talking about yeah that kind of goes between all the agents and anybody else that's involved with that really the the better the communication, the, mm-hmm. better the, the better the process is going to go. Perfect. So, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am here today with John Harrington from Embrace Home Loans. Um, if you have any questions for myself or for John this morning, feel free to call. Tim can get you through uh, at WATD. Oh, I forgot to say hello to my Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey. It's <laughs> all right. Like I know I you got a lot going Tim? on over there. Okay. I call you my Tim. Uh, so. Oh, I don't know. You have to talk to Joel about that. I know. I'll have to share. I have to share. That's all right. I can share. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I have yet to meet uh, your Joel, by the way. So. I know. I know. There's a lot of people, but. Yeah. yeah. One day. One day. Yes. Um, but if people want to uh, have questions, you want to give them the phone number for us, Tim? Sure. 781-837-4900. Mm. Again, that was Tim. He's at WATD Studio. So if you have any questions for me uh, regarding real estate or any questions regarding home loans for John Harrington uh, from Embrace, I'm going to keep on saying that over and over so everybody knows. Um, you. you can call in and we will get your questions asked. You can also go on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live right now. So you can uh, see me... Um, uh, Sharon Costa McNamara, or you can go to any of our Connect pages. Uh, Melissa isn't here, so I'm hoping I did it the right way. I'm hoping everyone can hear me, uh, but you can go at all those pages, and you can actually write us some questions uh, going through here, and I can see that my cousin Kathy uh, just tuned in as well, and uh, we are taking care of her daughter. I think her daughter is out looking at some properties this morning with one of my team members, um, so good morning, Kathy. Um, so what are some of the topics that you want to talk about? What do you think? What is the, can I just ask, I'm just going to get it over with. Yes, probably might as well. Let's just get it behind (laughs) us. All right. The number one question that you're probably being asked right now is what's going on with the rates? Are the rates going to continue to go higher? Why are the rates going higher? So why don't you give everyone a little education on it? Sure. I'd be happy to. (laughs) I'd be happy to. Well, all right. Um, well, the rates kind of, uh, follow like any other market so it's a bond market there's mortgage 30 year bond markets that are out there and available and what's happened throughout the last couple of years where the rates have been what we call lower mm-hmm. um the government has actually been buying a lot of those on a monthly basis like mm-hmm. a lot of them yep. to kind of drive those rates down 
what they've done is kind of stop doing that mm -hmm. as of really this month yeah uh so we're gonna see we've seen adjustments for that number one mm -hmm. so we've been planning for that yep. so when somebody mentions something nowadays the markets react to it when it's mentioned not mm -hmm. when it's really activated yeah so once they hear something may happen the market's reacting to it. Like, in yeah. the, you know, it's yeah. the stock market, anything else. Exactly. If they hear something out there, they're like, oh, boy, that could happen. So let's mm -hmm. react to that now. Like Twitter so, stock? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. With Elon? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll see how all that goes. Yeah. Um, however, um, now, there, we started seeing that reaction back mm -hmm. in November, December, when they really kind of said they were really going to do that much later. Yeah. I think they were going to do that next year. Uh, but when they said they were going to accelerate it, that's when the market started reacting as far as the rates go. Yeah. So that really started happening with us in December, and then more in January, then February, then mm -hmm. March, and still April. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been kind of a climb. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I feel... Uh, and I'm guessing, I know a lot of the agents that you work with, we were talking about, one, I mean, one of my favorite people you work with very closely is Amy Troop. I, I love and adore her. Uh, she's at another company, but we are all, we're all colleagues. We just wear a different color of logo. So I adore her. Um, so I know, you know, she's not salesy. The people that you're working with, like, I just don't feel like we're a group of like salesy type real estate agents. So when we were saying to people, you know what, they're, they're predicting that these rates are going to go up. Like you're probably better to do something sooner than later. It, it's, it still sounded salesy. Uh, yes and no. Uh, our job as professionals yeah. is really to kind of give, let people know what's happening yeah. in the market. And we, in the in the market know what's happening yeah. so it's really kind of it, it's really good it, it was good advice it's still good advice i think mm -hmm. um depending on what happens down the road um with some decisions are being made by the government mm -hmm. uh, to affect us in the general yeah. markets out there um it could even continue even higher yeah um you know we were expecting that uh, maybe at the end of this year, we were going to see some of this, yeah. but it's been accelerated. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't really wake up January 1st and expect what's happening. What's happening right now. Right now. First quarter, yeah. So rates went basically, and again, I know that rates are different for different people because of, you know, credit scores and, you know, circumstances personally. Mm -hmm. Where were you seeing rates in January, then February, March, April, and where, where, where are they sort of falling now? Boy, do I really want to mention I that? Know, I think you do. Because <laughs> okay. I think that the important part of this is that, um, I know you want to look at me, but I definitely yeah, yeah, want to hear you more. Right. Yeah, but you can. Yeah. <laughs> so that, feel free to move this. Um, uh, but I think that, um, I think it's important because if you're anticipating that they're going to go up again, I mean, yeah. maybe people are going to understand that now is the time for you to buy. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. So so basically in January, we were in the low threes. I'll just put it that way. So yeah. the low threes, which is, you know, really good interest rates. Right now, we're hovering around fives, yeah. depending on those things you mentioned. So there is a lot of things that's, um, a lot of criteria that goes into rates. It yeah. is but the program, number one, mm -hmm. their credits, what their credit score is, what their down payment is, Mm -hmm. um, and what their loan amount is actually all factor in to what the rates are. Yeah. So, I mean, I have these conversations quite a bit with my clients because, you know, I'm sitting there talking and they're, well, my neighbor got, you know, now I'm hearing, you know, my yeah. neighbor got yeah. you know, 4% or they got 3.5%. Yeah. But that was two months ago, yep. you know. So, I, yeah, if I, you know, I, two months ago, my rates were at 3.5%. Yeah. So, it's not like we're trying to do anything different here or extra mm -hmm. charges or anything like that. It's really where the market is on, on where the rates are. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, and I've always looked at, um, 
the mortgages uh, as being part of the dream. Yeah. So the dream is to buy a property. Yep. Give yourself a, a living, living for you or your family or, or uh-huh. your environment you want to be in, the community you want to be in. The the mortgage itself is just the ends to be there. Yep. And it's going to give you the funds to get there. Yep. Um, and the rates are just a reflection of uh, what what we're, what the market's allowing for us to, to charge for that. Mm-hmm. So if there's more people in the market, the yep. rates are going to be, uh, excuse me, uh, more people in the market, the rates are going to go down to make it a little bit more competitive. But mm-hmm. if there's less people in the market, like the government's out, yep. now the rates are going to go up to make it more attractive for people to get in the bond market. Okay. And that's kind of how it works. Yeah. Now, um, just a little bit on that, just to kind of maybe wrap up a little thing. They're talking about interest rates going up for the Federal Reserve's talking about just raising interest rates. Those are not our interest rates. Okay. Those are related to the, the lending for the government. Actually, sometimes when that happens, our rates can kind of adjust down a little bit. Okay. Uh, because it's really not, we react to a lot of different things, but depending on what the news is and depending on what's happening, that may not be a bad thing for us for to have the, mm-hmm. the rates go up. So yeah. if they go up a half, might see a little bit of adjustment in their interest rates for the mortgages, believe okay. it or not. So how is it working for your clients? I know that there's been, you know, quite the discussion for us as listing agents, um, you know, if we have something under agreement, um, you know, to make sure, like, are people, like, locked in, right? Because mm-hmm. things could change dramatically, right? And then are you mm-hmm. seeing people that are sort of getting sort of bounced out of something they're already under agreement? Uh, under agreement, no, because what I do is I make sure once I have an offer accepted and yeah. signed, I have that discussion with my client okay. right then and there. Yep. Uh, because of those reasons. More importantly, I've always done it. Yeah. I've always wanted to let the uh, client know what the option is at the moment. Yep. They can lock in if they want to. They yeah. can wait if they want to. But I let them know right when I know that they can lock in. Mm-hmm that what where we're at for that yeah it's more important now than it's ever been yeah. but i've always done my business that way yeah uh, just in case you know yeah. we've i've had days where i've i think yeah. put the phone down and next thing you know <laughs> two hours later the rates are up a half a percent yeah um you know i'm not saying that's happening yeah. now but there's been days that's, that has happened yeah. and what do you think people's like you know their objection to locking in there they think that it's <clears> going to go down but can you buy that da- buy it down you can buy a rate down, sure. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, when we uh, we actually have rates, it's a whole sheet. Yeah. It's up and down. So um, I'm talking to clients, I'm always talking about ones that's not going to cost them any money. Yeah. You know? That's good. You know, but they can buy it down. And yeah. I'm probably going to have more of those conversations now that the rates have gone up a little bit yeah. than I've had in the past. You know, because it's, yeah. you know, buy it down from, you know, three and a quarter to 3.125. Yeah. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but buying it down from mm-hmm. five and a quarter, maybe to five, yeah. might make a bigger difference. And I'm sure that you're having a lot of conversations. I mean, we're still in this situation where we have low inventory. Mm-hmm. Multiple offers are out there. So you're probably having the conversation with your clients who, you know, were pre-approved a month ago. Like, they have to get pre-approved, mm-hmm. right? So, I yeah. mean, I had heard that, you know, people who were maybe looking at 500 are now able to afford 400. Is that dramatic? Uh, maybe not that traumatic, but there are differences, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, that's a lot. It is a lot, yeah. It, it depends on when they get, I mean, if they got pre-approved uh, a while ago, maybe that yeah. could be the case. Well, because, and that's the thing, it's people are buying, you know, they're thinking about what they can afford based on what their payments are going to be, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if their payments change. So uh, I have a lot of different conversations over the years, but I always have that conversation with the client. Uh, you know, if you were buying something at a five and putting mm-hmm. down like 10%, 
estimating out taxes, this is what your payment should be. Mm-hmm. You know, at least give you a guide. Are we in the right area for that payment? Yeah. Uh, but it's always their budget. It's not really mine. Yeah. I, you know, if they tell me they want to do five, but really they could be pre-approved for six, I let everybody know, hey, you could be here. Yeah. But five, if you're looking at five, this is what your budget is. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, I think that that's important. I mean, I don't know that, you know, just because I can afford this amount that you should be spending every penny. You know what I mean? I just feel like there was a while where we saw that, you know, where people were just like, all right, this is my max and I'm going to go right to it. So um, it doesn't really leave those people much room for situations like this. Right. That's correct. Yeah. All right, perfect. Again, I'm going to give that phone number for WATD, 781-837-4900. I'm sure that everybody is out running around right now uh, doing soccer and different things. You know, I'm sure everything, all the sports are starting up and maybe out doing some errands. But uh, if you have any questions about the market right now, and that would be the real estate market, and if you have any questions about home loans, uh, we have your guy here today, John Harrington from Embrace Home Loans. And he's going to discuss um, a bunch of different things with us today, like how to stand out with competing offers and what else do we have? Current rate environment we just discussed, condo financing. So we and, have uh, some down payments maybe on how they work. Perfect. Uh, as long as I've been doing this, I'm still surprised people that they don't need to put 20% down on yeah, a mortgage. Is that so <laughs> interesting to me yeah, that people don't is. know that? So yeah. that's a that's a good place for us to start. Okay. So why don't you why don't you talk about that? Sure. I mean, I just had this conversation the other day with somebody, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that you know, it's what, and I asked, what, do you, what is your plan for a down payment? And I, the answer was, I have to put 20% down. I'm like, well, no, that's really not in everybody's case anyway. Yeah. But the 20% is really um, the mark of mortgage insurance. Yeah. So if you want to not pay mortgage insurance, mm-hmm. then you want to put 20% down. Other yeah. than that, you will have some sort of a mortgage insurance payment. Mm-hmm. And mortgage insurance came around because really before mortgage insurance, you had to put 20% down. But when they came out with mortgage insurance in the early 70s, I mm-hmm. think, I, hmm. I don't have in front of me, but yeah. um, that allowed people to put less than 20% down. Huh. And there's still those programs out there available today um, through conventional financing. Mm-hmm. We can actually do as little as 3% down with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. And on them, we have uh, Mass Housings, um, F- um, FHA, which a lot of people hear of, yep. is 3.5% down. Yep. Um, and then, believe it or not, the VA, the veterans loan, mm-hmm. is, it can do as little as zero down, yep. which is a great advantage for them. So t- what is, so I know what PMI is, but explain, like, what is, is it a percentage? Like, how, what is the rate? Like, what indicates, like, how much a month more are people paying if they don't put 20% down? Okay. It's basically the same criteria as the rates. So okay. it's your credit score, how yep. much you're putting down, mm-hmm. um, and then loan size so it's the same type of criteria that we have um so there's mortgage insurance companies out there mm-hmm. that offer that to us like regular insurance we give the criteria of the client they give us back what the rate they will offer them but it's the same type of thing mm-hmm. as as you would for a rate and why why do we why does why does the bank want that <laughs> <laughs> okay i know i know it's obvious yeah. so but yes, why it's Explain. mortgage insurance so if <laughs> because we're doing less than 20 percent down yeah if for some reason that mortgage is not being paid, yep. we're covered for a certain percentage of that mortgage returned mm-hmm. back to us. So whatever we lent out, there's a percentage that comes back if it's, the mortgage has been defaulted by the client. Okay. And that's what it is, mortgage insurance. But it's mortgage insurance 
for the lender. It's really not mortgage insurance for the borrower. For the borrower, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that's 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 what it is. And I know too. I mean, we're talking when we're talking about rates and everything. And I think it would probably be another whole show that we could do. <laughs> is, you know, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> okay, you're available. <laughs> we do the show on Tuesday nights as well. So, um, you know, but that that is the other piece is. You know, you're, we're talking about rates based on, like, my credit score is in the eights. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. there are a lot of people, like, what's the lowest rate you can have in order to get a loan? What's the lowest rate that we're offering? Like No, like the lowest um, credit score. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, my credit fine. score. And I yeah. thought that's where you were going with that, Yeah, sorry. Actually. Sorry. So, actually, I can't speak for everybody out there because yeah. there's a lot of different places with different criteria. Yeah. Uh, ours is actually, with the government loans, yeah. it's 580. Okay. And with the conventional loans, you can go as low as 620. Okay. So there's well, definitely 580 is pretty that. low, right? Don't, 580 is, yeah. 580 yeah. is really There's a lot of flexibility in that in those programs. So yeah. that's the FHA, and VA, and in some areas, mm-hmm. uh, the USDA loan. Yeah. Because one of the things we're hearing, too, is, and I, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, John, I'm but sorry. that's the way my, my head goes. Mine, too. <laughs> Good, perfect. <laughs> then you can keep up with me. Um, and hopefully our listeners can as well. But when you are... Um, when you know, FHA loans have been, I would say, more difficult for buyer clients to get their offers accepted, especially on homes that aren't 100% perfect, right? Yeah. So the appraisal process with the peeling, chipping paint, mm-hmm. you know, you know, no railings on the stairs, things like that, it makes it a little more difficult. But maybe, like, a conversation I'd love to have is, like, let's try to improve your credit score. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think that that's a whole show we could do, right? Like, ways to improve your credit score so you can get your 580 up to a 620 or something. Yeah, and actually we have a program that helps with that and gives us advice on that. It's not anything that I have because credit, the way they do the credit scores are just, there's all sorts of different factors in there. I'm not an expert at it. Yep. However, we do have a program that can, we can run through. I just did it for a young lady the other day. Yeah. Um, challenge score. Yeah. And ran it through. But something sometimes with that, um, it's good for maybe a little bit of an adjustment. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little more of a long-term thing. Like in her case, it was six months. I said, yeah. you do this, and in six months, you should have the score over where we can get you qualified yeah. but i think you know, that that's which is a good, good. plan yeah. yeah i think i think planning i mean we're talking about you know one of the biggest financial decisions that anybody is going to make if you don't do it now you do it in six months if you do it in a year and that's what you know maybe that's my sort of conversation to our listeners right now if, if it's you or your family members or whoever if you're thinking about oh you know i don't think i'm going to buy a house until next year well right now is the time that you should be talking to a loan officer right Yes, I try to encourage people to even even to have these conversations. Yeah, I'm not looking for six months or whatever. Now's the time because if we have to tweak something, yeah, now's the time to find out. Not when you're at the doorstep saying, "Hey, I want to buy this house." John, where's my pre-approval letter? Yeah. Uh, sorry, we really have to do some work with your credit score, mm-hmm. or maybe this isn't going to work. You don't have enough down payment for the program you you need to go to. Yeah. Um, so I always encourage people just now take a look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's no charge for that. And I think it's great, too, because I feel like, you know, we've been having this conversation in the office, actually. On Tuesdays, we do roundtables for, you know, all of our agents. And this past week, we were talking about um, a couple things. And we were talking about sort of the demographic that we're seeing a lot of millennials right now that are sort of the people that we're working with, which would be like, you know, Trisha Nick Flynn. They're millennials, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that they're... 
um, they know exactly what they want, and they're just going to go ahead and sort of do it. Um, I don't know what my whole point was with that, but um, with the credit score. But knowing where you are today is going to help you get to where you want to be later down the road. Mm -hmm. But paying off like your stu- like some people, do I pay off my student loan or do I pay off my credit card? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or let me tell you, like, this is where you are right now. You shouldn't go out and buy the four-door Jeep Wrangler right. just because it's summertime. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the idea of maybe taking a look ahead of time mm-hmm. uh, if they need to pay something off. or whatever. It's student loans. People mm-hmm. aren't really aware. A lot of them are deferred. However, we still have to put a, a payment in there, oh. even if they are deferred. Oh, really? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. No, there was a day FHA wouldn't yeah. if, as long as they were deferred more than a year, but they took that away probably like 10 huh. years ago at this point. Uh, I think the VA still allows for you to, if they're deferred for a certain amount of time, I think they will allow for you not to put a payment in. However, everybody else, you have to put some sort of a payment in there hmm. for um, If they're income-based, it's different. Then we yeah. can figure out another payment system that way. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, we have to put some sort hmm. of payment in there. Well, that's good to know, actually. Yeah. Really, yeah, really good uh, to know. Especially with the way that, um, I guess it makes sense because people's, you know, mortgage, I mean, not mortgage, it's, it's like a mini mortgage, I would guess, for some people um, out <laughs> yeah, there right I'm now. Yeah, part of that crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. We were... Um, Oh, uh, down payments. I down think. payments, so, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we could do really as little. Well, if you're a veteran, we could do no money down. Yeah. Uh, but work our way up from there, mm-hmm. which I let people know kind of what I'm looking at or what they have. However, the other point I wanted to make with part of the down payment is really now they will allow a gift to be yeah. all of that down payment. Okay. So if you're 3% down, they'll let you get 3% from a family member. If you're 5% down, whatever it might be, it can be a gift from a family member okay. at this point. There was a time there that they really weren't allowed for that for the most part. Okay. Uh, some of the programs, you had to have a certain amount of money in there. Um, and also, we have a program that actually has a down payment assistance program, oh. which it's really a second mortgage Mm-hmm. But you don't have to come up with the funds. It actually allows us to go up to like fifteen thousand dollars towards a down payment. Okay, all right. Um, that's for mass housing. Okay. Just in case you're mass curious. housing, yeah, yeah, I will write that down. Okay. Yeah. So that's a uh, down payment through them. Yeah. You know they have different criteria uh, with credit and maybe it's income based too. Okay. However, it's a good option to have. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is I just think that you know some some people with you know with the way that they do have you know all of these. That's the other thing, too, is I'm very surprised at, you know, people's car payments and things like that. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, I don't know why, but, you know, that and school loans and all this other stuff, it's it's hard to sort of save some money. And that's one of my worries, and I had said this last year, is, you know, the way that we've been seeing, you know, the offers coming in, multiple offers, you know, people have, like, sold their first house, and now they're able to get the second one, and they have a lot of money down, and there were people with cash, and parents who were, like, emptying out, like, 401k plans to give to their kids so they could be cash and get their house. I felt like there was a clear delineation between the have and the have-nots, which really isn't fair. So I love hearing that there are some programs out there that can help people who maybe just don't have a lot of cash on hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had zero 30 years ago. I mean, actually... 
When Mark and I first got engaged, we gave a builder $13,000. It was everything we had, and by we, I mean him. And <laughs> You mean we. <laughs> yeah, I mean we. And um, the builder left. We had nothing. Oh, and I we're... was afraid of that when I bought it. Yeah. yeah, we had mm. nothing. I heard about those. And yeah. then we were paying for our own wedding and everything else, and we had all that, and we had to live with our in-laws for a few months. But we... We had not. We rolled pennies and sold suits to consignment shops in order to get our down payment. You know, so I've been there. So that's why when I see yeah. people who don't have a lot of money, and that's why it's sort of sad that the FHA loans, they're for a good purpose, but it seems like they're getting pushed aside. Yeah, and I have maybe a good solution for that. All right, tell I think me. That, that's going to morph in, I guess, to the next subject we, we're going to talk about. I don't think you've heard this from me yet, but we have a new program which actually... For a buyer, now you're saying you like to see my pre-approvals when they come yep. through, the, yep. through the door or with mm-hmm. the offer. Uh, we're taking another step in actually putting the informa- uh, the application into underwriting and having oh. them approve it, get a commitment letter before there's a property under agreement. So when you're going to make an offer with a client, mm-hmm. you're offering with a commitment letter. So the financing is actually in place. Wow. It's all set. That's you great. Know, it is great. And then they can close in how many days from there? Uh, we still need an appraisal. However, once we have that appraisal, everything else should be done in the title work. So it's, I'd say we could do now. The appraisals are a little slower. Yeah. So two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would probably be too fast for most of the sellers to move, but at least you know it could be done in 30 days, right? Well, it's it's not. A, it, well, that's part of the offer as well. So you can go in and say, hey, I've got this, but it also means that we can close in like two or three weeks. And yep. as a listing agent, I'm sure you would like to hear that anyway, oh, yeah. whether it's the case or not, still you got, okay, this is a strong buyer because if they can close in two or three weeks, I've got their financing in place. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, this, this is a good offer of maybe a pre-approval with, you know, what? who knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Well, there are some, you know, and it's funny too, like I sometimes I get pre-approvals and it doesn't even have like a logo on it. I'm like, well... I, I can't speak for that. <laughs> I know you can't. You, you can't. I can. I'll tell you what I think about it. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that you just gave me something that looked like it was, you know, typed on a typewriter from 1929. You know? yeah. So, yeah. but that's the thing too is, I, I really we, we've stressed this over and over again is having your team in place that's going to help you through this process. Again, it is the biggest financial decision you're going to make. Yeah. You know, you want that team member who's going to say, "Hey, I know you're in good hands when I send you over to John." Like he's going to make sure that you have everything you need. You're going to be well prepared because people seem stressed. Like, yeah, it's stressful. It's stressful. Even when, it, <clears throat> excuse me, even when I tell people they're all set, they still get they're still a little stressed. They're going to be until the end because they mm-hmm. probably heard some stories from family members or workers mm-hmm. or whatever that, you know, all of a sudden things blew apart the day before. Yeah. You know, so it's out there. Yeah. You know, not through me. Just for the record, <laughs> <laughs> but there are there are stories out there, and I so still, hard. Yeah, I just saw a property come under, you know, uh, back on the market because the financing fell through. And I was just last night on Facebook, I'm like, oh boy, yeah. You know, it's it's terrible for everybody. And it is because it's such the investment that's already put into it for the buyer. They've had their home inspection. We're seeing mm-hmm. people get back to on track with doing home inspections. It was something yeah, that Boston goodness. Connect agents were always doing, anyways. Um, but you know, gets them. Um, on track. I don't know. I just sort of went off track there because I was thinking about something else. I don't even know what. I want, I didn't want to forget something, and then there I go. So. Well, there is an investment involved with that. Yeah, and yeah, agree. Oh, the and, investment. And, and, and there we go. And it, is an appraisal maybe involved with that? I don't know if that went that far, but you know, and I get calls from agents like, 
when they go to finally make an offer, they've been pre-approved through other places. Mm-hmm. And now that they've got an offer in hand, all of a sudden they can't do the financing, uh-huh. like out of the blue. Yeah. It's like, okay, then they throw it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I usually find a way to make it work because I just look at it like, why can't they do this? Yeah. I, I don't see because I'll have to look like it 10 times just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Missing something. Um, you know, I'll knock on glass wood. Yeah. That, you know, so far so good. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten, you know, quite a few people calling, you know, not, I shouldn't say in a panic, but, yeah, well, you know, hey, John, you, can you help this out? We've, we've already started the process. Now they're telling mm-hmm. us they can't do this financing. And I think that that's important, too, when you are working with, you know, you have your buyer's agent, you know. Like, here's a good example. I was with a client the other day, and I was just, I said, oh, well, um, do you have your own attorney? She actually works in a law office. So I was like, do you have your own attorney that you're going to be using, or would you like me to refer you to my attorney? And she's like, whatever you tell me to do, I am doing. And I was like, well, all right, great. You know, and it just, I think it puts... It puts everything together, but you know what I mean? It's seamless because we're having conversations all the time without even the client even having to know maybe if there's even something that's going on, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, you guys gain a lot of trust, mm-hmm. and I, I hear that a lot. It's like, well, what, you know, because conversations with me, they don't know me at all. When yeah. They, you know, when we have that first conversation, but they're like, they, mm-hmm. listen, Sharon recommended you. I trust mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So I'm going with you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I have to tell you, it's been... Which is nice, you know? It's, yeah. And I am sort of fortunate, too, though, that, you know, in the industry, I've been, you know, I've been in it for 21 years, and I, I'd like to think that I have a good reputation in the industry, yeah. too, is... Um, you know, generally speaking, when I do refer people, they are very well taken care of because not just because they know that they're working with me and my team or a Boston Connect agent. It's just because we just happen to know who the best of the best are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. You've got to put your heart and soul into this business yeah. all the time. You yeah. Know, it's 20, 24 seven, really. Yeah. For the most part. I know. Uh, I'm going to give that phone number one more time. Oh, I'm surprised we haven't call. gotten any callers, but people are probably very intrigued by our conversation. Again, I have John Harrington with us today, and he is from Embrace Home Loans. Um, and uh, you can call us at the studio, 781-837-4900. Tim is alert and awake and listening diligently for that phone to ring so he can pipe you Bright-eyed over Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, so you can, uh, you know, ask any questions that you might have for John uh, because he really does have um, a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience, and he takes really good cl- care of his clients. So we're happy to have him here with us today. We're also on Facebook Live, so hello. If you want to check us out on Facebook Live, you can go to Sharon Costa McNamara um, or any of the Connect pages, Marshfield Connect, Pembroke Connect, Situate Connect, all of them are out there. Dorchester Connect even this morning. So, um, all right, so what are some of the things I know that is, you know, with competing um, offers, is that that's what you were just talking about right was ways to yeah. stand out what um, are some of the other things you're doing for okay that? And, and there's another piece to this so okay. we, we, we kind of we're rolling with that so it's so once they actually go through that process and we give them the commitment letter um <clears throat> we are actually now adding to that particular program and are going to or we are actually getting any if they're offering on a particular address with mm-hmm. a particular offer I'm sending that now into underwriting, and they can review for the appraised value. And if they can support that appraised value for the offer, they will give another certificate, guaranteeing that the appraised, we will guarantee that we will support that value 
whatever that value is that, we're, that they're offering, mm. if they can support that. Or they'll come back with a counter on that. So in other words, if they're offering, uh, looking at a home for 500 yep. seems to be a good number nowadays. Yep. And I submit in, it's, you know, 3 Center Street, Pembroke. Yep. Uh, for 500000 mm-hmm. as long as it's a conventional program, can't do it for the government programs, conventional yep. and they're doing at least 5% down, we'll submit that offer, we'll submit that into underwriting. They review it mm-hmm. like an appraiser would yeah. and say, okay, we have enough information here to support the $500,000 offer. They will give another certificate on top of the commitment letter and saying, okay, we've got financing in place mm. and now seller or yeah. seller's agent. Yeah. We're going to guarantee, we're going to base everything off $500,000 appraised value, if that's what they're offering. Now you're singing a song that I really like. Yeah, that's great. It is huge, yeah. because the part that you sort of missed a little bit is that if the house is on the market for 500 chances are we're going to have offers that are 525 535 540 550 right? Yeah. So yeah. they'll even, so let's just say it was a 500 list price, your client is approved for... Five hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll give a certificate saying that you're okay with that five fifty. Five hundred. Five hundred. So whatever they whatever they come back for the value of the property. Is but what if the, it what if they do do a value and it does value up to five fifty? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever they can support. Uh, so it's working well in two ways. So so one, if the if they're supporting the the offer itself. So yep. their offer is five hundred. They're supporting the five hundred. Really taking the appraisal contingency out of it as well, as long as yep. well as the financing. So, like to say, it's like cash, but it's like cash. Yeah, we're already set. Yeah, well, we do have to do an appraisal, uh-huh. but we're going to guarantee that that appraised value be at least five hundred. Uh-huh. Now, in your situation, so you're saying that they want to offer five twenty-five. Yeah. However, we're saying it's five hundred. Yeah. At least you know what that gap is. Yeah. So going into it, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to guarantee we know that the appraisal is going to be five hundred. We're offering five twenty-five. But my client's willing and can't do the $25,000 gap, so it's still taking away the appraisal contingency. Yeah, yeah which is great. I mean, that's you know, where the concerns no are. Yeah. I mean, I think that that really is where some of the issues and concerns are is because when I, – I feel like we're get, we've heard recently a lot of appraisals are coming back, that they're not, they're not appraising. But that's why we have to be very careful with the buyer that's being chosen to make sure that there is. What is there a ratio that the bank that your bank uses, or your company home loans? What would you right. be considered? A bank? A uh, lender. A lender. Yeah, lender. yeah well, no, not a bank. So what would you like? Is there? How can I word this? You're going to have to help me because this is why I have the the experts here. <laughs> so, if I had a house that was on the market for five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and somebody offered $550,000. Mm-hmm. What does the bank want that house? Not talking about this program, but what does that bank want that house to appraise at? Five fifty. dollars Whatever the purchase price is. The yes. purchase price is five fifty. Yeah. So they want it to appraise at that. But what right. if the person is putting $200,000 down? So they're going for a loan amount of three fifty. Well, yeah, and that's different. So if the person has... Uh, so basically that person... If, so say, all right. So say. <laughs> See, say, I can get you say, just as confused as me. <laughs> it's in the head. It's just not coming out the mouth properly yeah. here, or quickly. Okay. Try to. I, I guess I should slow it down a little bit. I'm one of those people. That's what that we're talking. About. I mean, honestly, so. we're both the same person. It's like in my head, and I need to get it out. All right, go ahead. So, so it's it's offered at five fifty. It comes in at five hundred, but the person's putting a lot of money down. It doesn't really affect that person that much because really, 
they're putting down that so much money, that money gets absorbed in that $50,000 difference. Okay. So we're still looking at it as a $500,000 appraised value. Okay. But because they already have that $50,000 difference in there somewhere, we're just going to tweak what we're looking at for their loan okay. and how we're looking at their loan to value. However, that person would be fine with that person still move on. They would just have a different loan, Okay. you know, loan to value. So is there a certain loan to value number or like their, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, like a certain amount of, let's forget it well, because yeah, I no, can't I, think about no, it. No, I get it. But so, but that <laughs> wouldn't work for somebody putting 3% down or yeah. 5% down because they don't, they don't really put in 5% down. Yeah. So th- that $50,000 gap. We just, we can't, it wouldn't be absorbed in that so down does, payment. would you, and again, I'm sorry for all of our listeners, yes. but this is like, I just try to make it real and I'm dumbing it down for me, not for anybody else listening. Um, <laughs> if they're the same scenario, is, is, are you looking for that person to be able to meet the gap by 50,000 mm-hmm. plus an additional something like up to the 500? Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to have some type of protection. Right. So... It would be the difference, yes. Yeah. So we, we base everything off the appraised value. So yeah. whatever that difference is on the purchase price yeah. is really up to, well, I used to say, <laughs> <laughs> if there's a difference between the appraisal and the purchase price, there's three different things you could do. It's one, mm-hmm. you can make up the difference. Well, actually, you should say first, you can negotiate yeah. and have the seller kind of drop the price. Yeah. Because I'm dealing with buyers. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or you can negotiate and meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Or you can walk away. It's really mm-hmm. kind of what those three differences are. And it's still the same. Yep. It's just that now it's a little more, it's different the yep. way the market is. And it used to be if it was a little bit of a difference, you could yeah. work that out. Yeah. And now, and just so our listeners 100% understand that, because I think that that's a really good point, is so what we're explaining right now is if you do purchase a house, uh, it's on the market for 500 and it sells for five, you, you, it's, and you put in an offer for 550, just using round numbers here, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, and then it appraises at 500. There was, you know, the three things that John is saying that you can do are, do you want to repeat them? Sure. You could have the seller reduce the purchase price to 500. Yep. That, that would be, then it's a match with the appraisal. You can negotiate. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe meet in the middle, or you can do 40, 10, yep. 10, 40. So you each come up, 20, let's say yeah, half, 25,000. Yeah, yeah. yep. So the seller comes down in price, and then That's the buyer right. brings 25 extra to the table. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or you could walk away you because you had an offer at 550 and agreed mm-hmm. to pay 550. Unfortunately, your financing may or may not get you there. Like I said, that small trick, the larger down payments. There's probably a way to make that work, but if you're putting three to five, ten percent down, mm-hmm. there's really no way to make that up unless they have mm-hmm. something that they can come up with. And know? that is exactly the reason why I think that we're seeing things as difficult as we are, especially for you know first-time home buyers, and they're just getting outbeat because they don't have that extra cash for that differential. When things are selling, emotional value is what I call it. Right. I mean, the right. house is on the market for five hundred because that's the market value. It's selling for $50,000 because that's the emotional value. Right. But the banks don't really care what your emotions are. They want to make sure that they're protected when they give you the money. Right. <laughs> well, I have to say, this program that I, I mentioned, yeah. it's been working. So that's I've awesome. had a f- quite a few people now that have had offers accepted because of the program. Okay. And the realtors 
gave the feedback. This, this is a great program. Uh, one of them made the first offer. It didn't take any more offers because mm-hmm. they took that offer right away. I mean, they did offer a little more than asking price, yeah. but they took it because they knew the financing was in place. Because it was secure. And yeah. that's, honestly, as a strong listing agent, that's the way I always tell my clients to go, you know, just, you know, make sure if it's secure, what mm-hmm. more do you want? You know, you want to make sure that you didn't mm-hmm. already have everything in the truck and they just, you know, they can't do it. Right. Right. Well, I, I walk around with a lot of cash in my pocket <laughs> just for these reasons. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you something else, too, oh. about that, just making sure. And, oh, so if somebody wants to do that program, what is your suggestion to them? Like, like how long does it process take for them to go through that underwriting process to get that commitment right. letter? Very good question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so when I was uh, Going through that process, it's really the same process as if they had a property and agreement. Mm-hmm. So we start that application. Uh, they send me the information that I need, the documents. Uh, typical, if you want to go through the list, uh, photo mm-hmm. ID, mm-hmm. pay stub, W-2s, and bank statements. It's mm-hmm. really, in general, that's what we need. Uh, unless they're self-employed, then it's a different criteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to start things, that's that's the that's in general, that's what we need to start. Which Can is you really say a big again? Lesson. So sure. photo ID. Photo ID. Mm-hmm. Current pay stub. Okay. Two years worth of W-2s, sometimes one, but I'll say two years worth mm-hmm. of W-2s, and then two months worth of complete bank statements or 401k statements, whatever they're using for funds. Okay. Um, which I wanted to talk a little bit about the 401k. You can use that for a down payment as well. Okay. And some people don't realize that, that they actually, uh, in most cases, I believe, if you withdraw the funds out, they're not charging you for the taxes because you are using it for for purchasing a home okay. and or you can do a loan against your 401k and okay. use that as a down payment, uh, which I think a lot more people are starting to, to do that. And, and I think, too, I mean, and this is, again, I'll go back to, you should be calling John sooner than later because if you want to do those things, I mean, we've had this happen a lot of times is, okay, well, we're, especially when people are waiving home inspections right now too, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, we used to be 10 days until we got from offer to purchase and sales. Then it was seven days from offer to purchase and sales. Now we're seeing three and five days offer to purchase and sales agreement. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm surprised that a lot of people are surprised that they actually have to come with a check for that yeah. second deposit amount. Right. So transferring money out of 401k takes a bit. Yes, yeah, I just had that conversation with somebody because they're, they're actually, and it happens when people are, are selling current mm-hmm. properties and buying a new one, they've, they've got a good amount of equity going in for the down payment, but that's mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. So th- that contract deposit is really more or less you guys mm-hmm. than us. We don't really, you know, yeah. it could be a dollar for all we care, but yep. we understand uh, that it's there, but coming up with those funds in the meantime... Mm-hmm. Is a little bit so I've had people doing that for that reason, taking yeah. out of the 401k short term loan yeah. and then paying it back once the house once the house is sold. transferred over and yeah. all that. That is a very um, good point, too. And again, I'm just slowing it down too because I love the things that you're saying. I just like repeating them to our listeners is, um, you know, when you are selling a house and buying a house at the same exact time, if you have a lot of equity in your home and you're going to be walking away from the home that you're selling with, you know, $300,000 check that money, yes, will go towards your new home, but while you're in the process of, you know, um, offer to purchase and sales agreement, you have to have money down. Mm. So uh, usually we like to see 5% down. Um, But, you know, what I've been seeing, though, is, you know, 
in order to sort of impress the seller and say, you know what, I want you to know like how much I want this house. I'm going to be putting a hundred thousand mm. dollars down with the purchase and sales agreement because they're risking that money. Yeah, I, 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 you can put down whatever you you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter to us. I yeah. think people ask me. I'm like. I didn't. It's really up to the agent and mm-hmm. how you negotiate that in. It's really up to uh, the just, seller. Well, well yeah, no, right? Well, it's seller's agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys handle, like I said, I yeah. don't handle that, so <laughs> yeah. I really don't, really. Yeah. It's not a conversation I have. I just yeah. let them talk to you about how yeah. that's handled, but let them know that, yeah, there's going to mm-hmm. be some funds that you're going to need yep. to secure the contracts for this, mm-hmm. and you get that back. And I have to tell you, I love that you, I appreciate that you respect that the agents that you're working with would have those conversations, too. I remember mm-hmm. that there was a time where... Somebody was out there and um, sort of more acted like a financial advisor and planner and all this other stuff, and it just got a little confusing. There's different people in this transaction for a reason, so I do my thing. I know you guys do mm-hmm. your thing well. Uh, attorneys do the their attorneys, thing well. Yep. Appraisers do yeah. their thing well. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, any, anybody involved, there's a reason there's different people as part of this process. Yeah. Uh, so I keep... In my mm-hmm. lane, as they say, I know enough to be dangerous in the other lanes, <laughs> but I really try to stay out of them unless I'm 100% sure. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I am. I don't, you know, I don't interpret a purchase and sales agreement. Do I understand them? Yes, I do. But, you know, yeah. definitely right. talk to an attorney mm-hmm. about that. And that's why we always have the best of the best. Amen so, to that. yeah. So, um, how about some final thoughts for our final seconds here? But before we get to that, how about you give everybody your uh, contact information? Oh, so, sure. if anybody is interested in, you know, going through the loan process, um, that they can give you a call. Okay. I appreciate that, Sharon. Yeah. And same to you. I'm sure you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's John Harrington, Embrace Home Loans. Like I said, I'm celebrating my 25th year mm. sales manager over there. Uh, main office, my office is in Plymouth, but I'm throughout Massachusetts. I'm mm-hmm. licensed in Massachusetts. He will meet you here in Boston Connect if I you will. need to. I definitely <laughs> will do that, for sure. And, um, well, now but, but, uh, and, and Embrace is uh, actually in Newport, Rhode Island. My phone number is 508-685-4864. One more time, just One so people time. who might so don't need a pen. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. 508 685 Four eight six four. It's my cell phone. It's it's, it's like you. It's always on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always an appendage. So and I will return your call as soon as possible. Happy to answer any questions out there. And really, as professionals, the two of us mm-hmm. here really help you through this process, whether you're selling, mm-hmm. buying, mm-hmm. or doing both. Yeah. Absolutely, and we, we have people doing both all the time, mm-hmm. so, um, and you're basically all Massachusetts. Now, what about mm-hmm. Rhode Island? Can you do loans there, or you probably I'm, have someone to refer? I have somebody to refer. I'm not licensed in Rhode Island. Okay, so but but the company is there, so yes, yeah, certainly correct. you would have somebody oh, yeah, yeah. that you we, could trust. We, we lend throughout the states, Okay. Uh, but just not me. You have to be licensed in every state. Yep. In, I'm thinking I'm, about I'm working on getting my mass. license for Florida, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to do that. So. I see more of that nowadays. Yeah. And what about um, the website? Is there a website that everyone can go to? Sure. Oh, well, I'll give my email address for now. Okay. John H. at EmbraceHomeLoans.com. Okay. And then we can just connect from there. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so what are some of your final thoughts? Oh, just a couple things, too, is um, so I do have a new listing coming on the market. So I can't give you the address yet, but it is a four-bedroom colonial. It is in Pembroke. Uh, the price is still to be determined because we are, um, you know, in between right now, like the end of the month. So my guess is that we're going to be in the eights on that one. So um, I know my 
Michelle Fay from my office is actually having an open house today. She is at 51 Orchard Ave in Hanson, so she's having an open house there. Beautiful house, already has offers on that. And you know what? We might not even have some final thoughts, so I'm just going to tell everybody, make sure you get in touch with John Harrington from Embrace Home Loans, 508-685-4864. And, John, thank you so much for joining me thank today. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. I it love was. this stuff. I'm really going to have to have you back for I sure. I public speaking when I was younger, <laughs> but I love it nowadays. You are so Thanks good at it. And it was great seeing John. I saw him on uh, Clubhouse the other yes. day, and I said, hey, John, come join me. And he did. So thank you so much. Thank we'll have you. you on again soon. All right. Thanks. 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 Bye, Tim. Bye, Sharon. Thanks. Thank Bye, Tim. You. Thank you. WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.